welcome to Season 5 of the Jesus, Joy, and Java Podcast. I am so glad you're here, as this will be an exciting season. Is there a woman of the Bible that has impacted your walk with Jesus? I'm looking forward to the next few weeks as we learn about some incredible women who were brave, faithful, and obedient to God's calling. The more we know about these women, the more we will be able to understand God's character. Let's get ready to sit at the feet of Jesus as we get to know some women of the Bible. Welcome to the final episode of this series on the women of the Bible. In today's episode, we will be learning all about Mary and Martha. Their story focuses on the importance of spending time with Jesus instead of being so busy with other activities. Mary and Martha were the sisters of Lazarus. He was the man that Jesus raised from the dead. These three siblings were from the town of Bethany, and they were close friends of Jesus. One day, while Jesus and his disciples stopped to visit in their home, a wonderful lesson unfolded. We'll read their story in the book of Luke, but while we read this passage about these two sisters, let's reflect on the following questions. Who do you relate to more, Mary or Martha? Are you putting Jesus first and focused on listening to what God has to say, or are you constantly worried about your daily to-do list? Are you upset about everything going on around you and too preoccupied with what people are doing or not doing? Okay, keep those questions in mind as we read Luke chapter 10 verses 48 through 32 together. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work for myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. We know that Jesus and his twelve disciples were traveling from town to town and staying at different homes. For those of you who have large families, you know that preparing a meal for more than twelve people is not an easy task. Thankfully, I only have to do this once a year. In my family, I host Christmas Eve at my home, and it usually takes me about a couple of months of preparation. You see, I always want to make sure that everything is perfect. I pick out a new theme, new colors, I plan new games, I even pick out brand new ornaments for the tree. <laughs> Sometimes we have a theme such as the cutest pajamas, the funniest hat, or we even have a talent competition and fun games all night long. Needless to say, I like to go all out. Not only is Christmas Eve the night that we celebrate Jesus' birth, it's also the only day of the year that I get to spend with my whole family. So of course, it must be extra special. 
Throughout the year, we host other gatherings in our home for couples or closest friends. And if you ask my husband, I'm sure he can tell you that I am an anxious, hospitable hostess with the mostest. <laughs> I want everything to turn out just right and to make sure everyone feels welcome in our home. But unlike Martha, I also want to make sure that I get to spend time with my guests. So when it's time to sit down and listen to one of our guests share a devotional or my husband play a worship song, I'm not in the kitchen doing the dishes. I can leave that task for when my guests leave. And I never allow any of my guests to help in the kitchen because there's always a Martha who offers to help. But I would rather have them with the other Marys. <laughs> it's not mentioned in the passage, but I would guess that Martha is the oldest of her siblings and therefore the head of her household. There were very few women back then who were in charge of their household and hosted visitors in their home. We talked about some of these women in season one. It's important to note that Martha appears twice in the New Testament. We see her again in chapter 11 of John, just after her brother Lazarus has died. Mary and Martha had sent for Jesus when Lazarus fell ill, but he did not arrive in time to heal him. When Jesus finally approached Bethany four days after Lazarus' death, Martha ran out to meet him and said to Jesus in John chapter 11 verses 21 and 22, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Even though Mary and Martha had contrasting personalities, both were very upset and disappointed that Jesus did not arrive before Lazarus died. Martha ran out to meet Jesus as soon as she learned he had entered Bethany, but Mary waited at home. John chapter 11:32 tells us that when Mary did finally go to Jesus, she fell at his feet weeping. Like I mentioned earlier, we are all a little like Mary and a little like Martha. In different stages of our walk, we tend to be busy serving, and when we feel the need to draw closer to God, we sit at His feet. I remember as a new believer, I wanted to serve in every ministry at church. I was part of the ushers and greeters ministry, the singles ministry. I went on as many mission trips as possible. Now that I think about it, I think I was at church just about every night of the week. Yes, I was a Martha. And that just happens to be my first name. <laughs> well, after being saved for approximately five years, I realized that I had not really been sitting at the Lord's feet enough because there was still so much I didn't know about the Bible. I decided to become a Mary and took a hiatus from serving. I started to focus more on listening to my pastor's messages and studying my notes. I bought myself a concordance, a Bible dictionary, different commentaries. I read a ton of books. Studying God's Word became my passion, and I looked forward to sharing what I had learned with a group of women that I was meeting with on Friday nights. We all took turns studying and sharing topical studies. This was definitely a time of growth in my walk with the Lord. I have been sitting at the Lord's feet learning and growing for the past 15 years. And about a year ago, I started to serve again at my home church. I've learned how to balance my time of serving and listening to God's Word. 
However, these days, I think I spend more time studying than serving. I wholeheartedly believe that when we give Jesus the attention he deserves, he gives us the ability and the time to serve others. On the surface, it may appear that Martha is the villain of the story because she complained about Mary's actions and Mary appears to be the one who should be praised. Well, it's not a matter of right or wrong. Martha was only doing what was expected of most women in those days, but not Mary. She didn't worry about what was expected of her. She just couldn't get enough of Jesus and loved to be at his feet. So what can we learn from these sisters? Hosting and serving guests is always a good thing to do, especially when done from a peaceful and grateful heart. Sisters, we cannot be resentful, wondering why others are not serving and just sitting around. If we complain about serving others, perhaps that is not the right ministry for us. We see Martha interrupting Jesus' teaching to tell on her sister, and she even accuses him of not caring. And then she tells him what he should do. Hopefully after this scenario, she went and sat down next to her sister. Well, let's try to find a balance in our lives. We can dedicate time to both home and to ministry. Even as I'm preparing this episode right now, I know that there's a pile of laundry that I need to wash. There are dishes in the sink. There's vacuuming that I need to do. But I have chosen to put that off so that I can study about Mary and Martha but I know that I'll be able to do the laundry later. I can wash those dishes later. They're still gonna be there. They're not gonna go on wash though. It's just that it's not a priority right now. Imagine if I stressed out about all the chores, I would never have time to sit down and study for the weekly episodes or to do my own personal devotional time because the chores are always there, but Studying God's word is so precious to me that I'll take every minute that I can get. Sisters, I pray that this episode has been encouraging to you. I pray that you will start to be more like Mary and less like Martha. Don't stress out about the chores. Leave the dishes for later. Sit at the Lord's feet. Don't let that to-do list make you so anxious that you take your eyes off of Jesus because you might just miss out on the blessing that he has planned for you for that day. Spend time at his feet today and allow him to fill you with your peace. As we end this series on the women of the Bible, I just want to let you know that in the next few weeks, I will be launching favorite episodes from seasons one through five. I've taken polls from my listeners and friends that listen to the podcast every Monday, and they've let me know which have been their favorite episodes. So I will be doing that until season six begins in August. In August, we celebrate the one-year anniversary of Jesus, Joy, and Java, and I'm so excited to bring you a new series. Please continue to join me every Monday. During this time, you can also go back and listen to any of the previous episodes that you might have missed. Please note, there is a correction about the scripture 
in which the story of Mary Martha is in the book of Luke. It is from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. It's not in Luke chapter 10, verses 48 to 32. For this series on the women of the Bible, I would like to recommend a book that will help you cultivate Christ-honoring daily habits and overcome fear and build unwavering faith. This book is titled The Set Apart Woman by Leslie Ludy. Have you ever felt an ache for something more than your Christian walk? Do you long to leave apathy behind and pursue passionate devotion to the one true King? Leslie Ludy presents a powerful, beautiful vision for becoming wholly consecrated to Christ, showing you how to trade unfulfilling distractions for purpose-filled living and exchange confusion and doubt for joy and confidence. I hope that you will join me in reading this book. I have included the link for this book in the show notes and also in the Jesus, Joy, and Java Facebook page. If today's episode has inspired you to grow closer to God through His Word, please share this podcast with a sister friend. Your sharing and caring has allowed the Jesus Joy and Java podcast to rank in the top 30% of the most globally shared podcasts on Spotify. Please continue to help me get God's Word to more women all over the world. And don't forget to follow Jesus Joy and Java on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All of the links are in the show notes. May our lives always be filled with more Jesus, more joy, and more Java. See you next week.